Well, good morning, my friend. Welcome to the Pastors Podcast. Good to have you along with me today, Tuesday morning. And I'm sorry I was not able to make it out on yesterday. Um, I was traveling most of the day yesterday, going from home up here to Maine, where I'm preaching last night and tonight at Victory Baptist Church in Winthrop, Maine. And for my good friend, Pastor Chris Drulard, and what a great service we had last night. Great crowd. Got to see some good friends again. The Hopkins family used to be in our church. They live up here now. Good to see them. And I'm always good to be with other people that believe like you. And I'm looking forward again to tonight. If you happen to be in the Northeast area tonight, 7 o'clock, I'll be preaching again. And, of course, tomorrow I fly back home to my own place. Um, But looking forward to seeing what God's going to do here tonight. And then I hope that you had a good weekend as well. We had a wonderful week. A lot of rain. Um, had three inches of rain, according to the reports. One of my members said that we had, they had five inches of rain on Sunday morning at their place. And so we just had a lot of rain, but yet still, God still blessed with people saved and baptized. A great service on Sunday night. The people came out in force as things had pretty much settled down. And um, I'm excited about what God's going to do this weekend. Looking forward to that as well. Well, today, I want to talk about fainting from rebuke. Um, The scripture says in Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 5, And ye have forgotten the exhortation which speaketh unto you as unto children. My son, despise not thou the chastening of the Lord. Here it is. Nor faint when thou art rebuked of him. Everyone must be corrected in life because no one is sinless. And nobody knows everything. The fact that you must be corrected is not a bad thing. Correction is given to help you to be better at what you do. Now, God's Word teaches the importance of correction. Um, God admonishes the believer not to despise chastening nor to faint when they are rebuked. God knew that humans are often filled with pride. And many who were good believers became disenchanted when they were chastened or rebuked. Now, God often rebukes a believer through humans. Um, God chastens his own, but he rebukes them through the preaching of the Word of God or through a pastor giving a mild rebuke to a believer in a private manner. God cautions the believer. Now, he says, says, now don't faint just because you've been rebuked. He says, don't let the rebuke cause you to quit. Now, I want to give you some thoughts about rebuke and its need in your life. First, God uses humans to rebuke you. So don't get angry at God's tool who God uses to rebuke you. Many preachers have lost church members because they rebuked someone through preaching. Even though they did not know they were being the tool to rebuke someone. Many times a preacher is just preaching a sermon that the Lord gave them. But what God gave him became a rebuke to one person doing wrong. Now, don't get mad at the tool God used. If, if you get mad at, at him, you're showing that you're mad at God. There's been times in my ministry I've preached, and I, I don't, whenever I preach a sermon, I never have anybody in my mind when I'm preaching. I'm just preaching the truth that God laid on my heart. Now, follow me now, but there's been times my sermons have directly, I guess, have hit people in the heart. I didn't know it. They get mad. Now, I can't help that. And, but, but you ought not to get mad at the preacher, at the tool. He's just, you're, because we, by doing so, you're getting mad at God. Second, it is love that causes someone to rebuke you. Hebrews 12, 6 says, For whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth. 
and scourgeth every son whom he receiveth. So God reminds us that his love for his children is what causes him to rebuke and chasten. Now, do you think someone enjoys giving you rebuke? Seriously, come on now, answer the question. The fact that they love you makes it harder to rebuke. I've never ha enjoyed having to rebuke my daughter because I love her. Likewise, I never enjoy having to admonish one of my church members because I love them. Love causes you to rebuke because you know if you don't, what they are doing will destroy them. Now, if you realize that someone's love is what moved them to rebuke you, you would not be easily offended by the rebuke. Third, rebuke or admonishment or admonition is to help you to be better at what you do for the Lord. Anytime I've had to admonish someone, I've done it because I wanted them to succeed. My purpose in admonishing someone is not to hurt them, but to help them to be a better tool so they can succeed at what they're doing for God. If you looked at rebuke as a lesson to help you succeed, you'd realize that the one rebuking you is not done out of spite, but it's out of love with the desire to see you succeed. Now, the key is how you take chastening, rebuke, or admonition. If you get offended and harden your neck at these, it's gonna, it'll hurt your ability to be used by God. On the other hand, if you have a, a compliant spirit to the admonition, rebuke, or chastening, you will find that it will help you to correct what you're doing for your good and success. And don't let admonition and rebuke and chastening be the tool Satan uses to get you to quit. They ought to be, they ought to be, these things ought to build you into a better tool in God's hand so that you can see greater success. When rebuke, admonition, or chastening happens, take it with a good spirit. Don't whine. Don't gripe. Don't get all teary-eyed. Don't get angry. Don't say bitter words. Take it. Let it be the tool that God uses to help you improve yourself so you can be a better tool for God to use for his service. Anybody that's ever been used by God has had to be rebuked. I've been there, and so have others. So don't take the rebuke wrong, my friend. Realize someone loves you enough that they're willing to risk friendship and love and your friendship towards them for the sake of trying to help you. I hope this is a great help to you today. Now, let's remember today, be good to everyone. Everyone's having a tough time. Have a great day, my friend.